You are now listening to Homegirls Unite. Please do not listen to this podcast whilst cooking, cleaning or doing any childcare related activities. Sit back and enjoy your life. Yeah, or not. <laughs> and uh, lockdown 2.0 oh, and that. We force people to do things they don't want to do, you know. We already get that from our parents. You know what, guys? For this one episode, if you want to cook, cooking, clean, cleaning. If you want to be with your child, I'll let you. <laughs> oh, she's not going to come after you. Just oh, this no, one. Yasin, I just hurt my plant. Oh, is it crying? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm How are the plants I got you? Oh, they're good. I put them in really cute places. I'll show you. I'll send you pictures. Are they cute. thriving? They're thriving. They are. I'm very proud. All my plants are thriving, you know. I think it's because I talk to them. Oh, honestly I hope you don't use them as your therapist I I love them I kiss them I, I say well done that, for growing that bloody, that bloody quake is at it again <laughs> <laughs> no I tried to keep it very positive with them like, but like, well done it's a hard life and you're doing really well <laughs> you live on planet earth I know you want to a shit show at the moment. I'm, I bet you thought you were landing in heaven, and unfortunately, <laughs> you got London. But hey, we <laughs> but I'm I'm trying, and like I think that's what's helped me get through all this madness. It's just seeing them grow. So today, yeah. I gave them all a little wash, moved them around. Like one of them was one side was growing more, so I've kind of shifted it. Just. I had a day off, so I took my time with my babes in it, all my babies. So I'm very, I'm in a, I'm in a good space right now, thanks to my plants. So guys, I do recommend getting some plants if you're feeling a bit rough. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad I'm that, glad that plants stops you from yawning, isn't it? Getting, getting you there. Also, so like, um, next week there's mm. a a pop up plant sale in Shoreditch. So let me know if you're. They they do that in Peckham, you know. Yeah, I know. I missed the last one. I was so annoyed. The I'm thing really about annoyed. going to... I just hate going to Shoreditch. I don't like Higgy Haga of... It's just, you know. But if it's for you, I might. I might trek. Come on, be fun. But we'll see. But yeah, anyway, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah? I'm living my life. How are you surviving um, lockdown 2.0? What is that? Because I don't know the meaning of that. Um, <laughs> before we go in, guys, sorry we didn't give you an episode last week. Basically, my life was a mess. Like, I wasn't, I didn't want to talk to anyone. And yeah, that's basically it. I that's it. <laughs> she didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> so she we didn't get the record. I just wasn't feeling it. I just, I've been going through things and I'm fine now, but last week I didn't want to talk and we couldn't record. So We yeah. tried to record. We we recorded with, uh, it was Sway and oh, I who did Anna it. Sway recorded, but I think they had technical difficulties. Oh, so that's Wi-Fi why we didn't get an episode last week. And that's what I'm um, also, you know what? Since I'm here now, let me just, let me just... <laughs> That's also why you didn't get um, live, Insta Live, because we're super busy with work, our personal work, homegirls work, 
trying to do everything basically before the year mm. ends. So yeah. bear with us. We've got some big things coming for you guys, though. Big so, things are going on. You know, we're not just disappearing. <laughs> we're actually, like... But, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. But we're, we're here now. But, yeah, in regards to lockdown, I'm not really taking it seriously. I'm sorry. Um, Yasin? No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, Yasin, what are you doing? I do not support that. <laughs> No, sorry. Uh, it's not like I'm not taking it seriously. I am taking it seriously. What are you trying to say? Please. No. Let me, okay, let me reiterate. What I mean is, I don't think the government is taking it seriously enough. So, to me, I'm not in lockdown because I'm still working. I'm still in contact with people. And mm. when I leave the house, it's the same as two weeks ago. Like mm. people are not locking down. The like, <laughs> people are still going to school. People are still doing their shopping. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. I saw more people today than I saw more people like last week. I'm not gonna mm. lie. So it's not that I'm not taking it seriously. I think because of where the country is. To me, it's not lockdown because I Monday, I'm working same. I'm not not working. The rules mm-hmm. are basically just. I feel like Boris Johnson doesn't know where his head is from his mouth because does, he, does he ever know that? Higgy Haga. So that's what I mean by I'm. I'm not take. I'm not taking the government seriously, basically. But obviously, coronavirus is real. Stay home if you can. I thought you became like a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) I found out my sister's been moving like a conspiracy theorist. Also, guys, if you're them people that think, like, although I'm out, I'm wearing masks, people should not come near me because I will start coughing to make you move from me. And also, yeah, I'm taking all the precautions. But I think people that... I think the public are a bit oblivious to the numbers. That's why everyone is not really taking it seriously because Mm -hmm. the government has stopped showing the stats like daily, like they were doing in the springtime. Mm -hmm. When you look at the numbers, they're in the 20,000s of like new cases and the death rate has risen and it's either equal to or more than it was at its peak. So you, if you're one of those people that there's no right, you better stay in your house. If you're, if you're able to stay in your house, stay in your house. That's all I have to say on the matter. Leave it there, yeah? Yeah. Rant over. No more, no more lockdown woes. I'm going to tell you no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we're in a very like hype, hype mood. We've been we've been doing homegirls work. <laughs> I just feel so good. Like, guys, honestly, having a day off from work has been so I didn't know how much I needed it. So you know work. what the problem is, Hannah? Mm. Capitalism. I swear to God. I've been telling you a lot, but no one's been listening to me. 
babes, we all support Marx and his nonsense <laughs> behaviour. He had his wife working three jobs so he can be writing. <laughs> idiot. Every time I read that, I'm like, fucking idiot. He's like, listen, Karl Marx, that's my G still. Anyway, oh, how are you? How was your days off mm. me? All right. So yesterday I called in sick because I actually was very sick. Um, and today, because yeah, I managed to actually rest yesterday, I felt a bit better. So we're getting there. Um, and yeah, it's been quite a good week. Some uh, family stuff, just some chill, managed to clean, you know, my plants, all of that you good shit. cleaning this one. I do, but the satisfaction you get is just, oh, it's just so nice. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a hard week in terms of obviously all the election stuff that's going on. Yeah. Fucking get Trump out. But is Biden any better? Who fucking knows? It's just it's all a hot mess. Um, so that's been quite heavy. But I've been trying to like just stay off socials. Just trying to, you know, do I recommend me. it. Ten out of ten. Honestly. Fuck fuck that. Fuck Donald Trump. But uh yeah. So that's good. But uh today's podcast is about Right, um, where's my phone? Oh my god, it's Yasin. You know what you want to say? I know what I want to say, but I have notes. Um, oh, okay, wow, wow. What did you think this was? I'm not the sorry people. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. So, basically, guys, um, we I wanted to talk about. So I've kind of been, I don't know, I do a lot of research in regards to elder's daughter behavior. I feel like the sociology side of me kind of is very interested in that. And I was reading an article, like some random woman, I can't remember her name, but she was talking about how, like, she was going through divorce or something like that and how it's because of her shit communication like she was very open in regards to the reason why she she's her relationships not just um her marriage but most of her relationships in her life haven't been successful is because she she did not know how to communicate she didn't know how to communicate her needs to people and then she'll mm. end up being like passive aggressive, doing like things that you shouldn't be doing, and then sometimes holding it in, and then before you know it, it comes out in uglier ways. And then I was thinking, shit, Yasin, this is where you're heading. <laughs> I was like, this is this me in twenty years time? It's me now. <laughs> and then when I thought about it. I was like, the amount of elders' daughters I've spoken to, that woman, I'm not sure if she was an elders' daughter, it didn't specify, but do you ever talk to people and they're like, I don't like conflict, I don't like conflict, Mm. I don't want to like, I don't like arguing, and it's like, no, talking to people is not arguing, talking to people is just telling them your needs and your feelings and then when I thought about it really it all boiled down to our childhood and growing up our parents 
basically did not allow us to speak our minds and mm. in our culture it's like what the thought of even you speaking back to your parents is like the biggest hoo-ha you've ever heard in the world mm. so you grow up in a house where you're not allowed to talk back you're not allowed to like put forward your feelings etc and then that's stage one and then you get to school you have authority figures like you can't speak back and then every time that stupid boy spoke out at the back of the class you're like oh my god what a rebel and like this person's disrespectful etc etc you leave school you leave the education system you get to your job the same scenarios playing out again you might Mm. have disagreement with colleagues you are not able to speak up or like put your opinion forward in a way that can like benefit you so you end up being quiet and just taking the shit so that kind of just made me think the this whole thing that we've been we grew up with the whole notion of you need to respect your parents by not speaking back. Some some people like can't even look at their parents when their parents are talking to them. Mm. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to discuss and how we can basically break that cycle and allow our voices to be heard. And I think also how when we have children, allow them to talk. I feel like people think talking back is like a sign of disrespect or something but how is your child gonna tell you when something's not right in their life when Mm. they have they don't have the confidence to even talk to you properly so yeah that's kind of the um, gist of it and what I wanted to discuss how was growing up how was the communication in your family you're asking me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hierarchical. Uh, so obviously you can't speak back to your your parents. I think with my mum it was a bit easier just because, one, there wasn't that language barrier too. So, like, my dad always made us speak Somali. We weren't allowed to speak English to him. So it was kind of frustrating, especially when you weren't able to get your words across. Um, and it, it, I just find it really annoying that they're allowed to show their frustration, they're allowed to shout and scream and do whatever. But when you talk to them, you're expected to still be polite, to still, you know? So it's like, don't you dare shout at me. And I'm like, but literally you even saying that, you're shouting at me. So where do we go from here kind of thing? Um, So it was very hard to do that. My dad was one of those ones who would take it a a step further and be like, don't look me in the eye. (laughs) So it was quite hard as well. yeah and now like as I've gotten older 27 about to turn 28 they are more open to me talking and asking for my opinions and even you know when they're having a disagreement to be the person that kind of mediates mediates between the two um but it's just been really weird like it was like a sudden switch of like oh, okay you're an adult now you can talk so it was it was a bit weird I don't know how about you um i i had like two different 
um I feel like I lived two different lives. Mm. I feel like the life I lived with my mom um compared to the life I lived with my dad are two separate. I feel like I've grown up to be the woman that my mom raised in regards to she was she allowed me to be me like I was that child that everyone was like oh my god she's so rude oh my god she's so fat <laughs> oh my god she's this she's that and then my mom she just let me like I think also I I know I took advantage because mm-hmm. I think she felt guilty um like a lot of the things that she allowed me to do was out of guilt and then I was the only child for a long time so it's like she ha- all all her attention was on me but mm-hmm. we had a very close relationship it was like quite frenzy mm-hmm. but I mean she was I can tell her anything I like with her her sisters as well they they were all like my second mom so we were very I, I felt like I was the youngest sister in mm-hmm. their group and then so she she was she allowed me to be vocal and talk what I wanted I used to get in like <laughs> little fights in school because like I couldn't hold my tongue etc and then I moved to England and I didn't really know my dad like that and oh my god I used to hate talking to him and mm-hmm. I just didn't I felt like I didn't know him as a person and then he would be like like your dad he mm-hmm. wouldn't speak English to me and mm-hmm. then I'm like fuck it I just want to <laughs> talk in English like and then he'll respond in our language and to this day when he speaks our language I always respond in English but when we were when I was younger it was kind of like a thing that if he if I didn't respond in our language he wouldn't talk to me and mm-hmm. I think with him it started off that I wasn't really allowed to express myself mm-hmm. and I was like always made to go with what he said but my stepmom who's white she was very like she encouraged me to speak up she's always Mm -hmm. like you have to tell him how you feel (laughs) (laughs) you can't just live your life like this (laughs) so she was like bless her so now my siblings they've always been encouraged to speak up like Mm -hmm. mate you don't even have to tell them shit they will tell you about yourself so Mm -hmm. I think I I did experience like in my early teens not being able to communicate and like talk my mind but I think now I've I have got to that point where I'm very I'm very like straight to the point Mm -hmm. I think I am anyway if I'm not feeling something I'll tell you if I can't do something I'll tell you if I'm not comfortable you'll know about it so I think I have improved and mm-hmm. I think in regards to my job I used to be very when I was new to it 
I used to be like, oh, I want to impress people, so I'll just keep quiet, etc. And then I had this one client that fucking pissed me off. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. Like, I was done being nice. Is it the spiralizer guy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should share the story. <laughs> oh, my God, that man. So I had this client in 2017. I've still got the <laughs> screenshots. <laughs> She keeps the receipts. I had this client in 2017. He, he, I'm getting stressed thinking about it because he, he was so spoiled. He was one of those private school kids. His parents got him a flight at King's Cross. That's not the point. Like, mm. cool, treat your parents, treat your kids. But he was so me, me, me. He used to send me the, like, ingredients. And then I'd have to make the make it, and then I'll send it back in an Uber. Every bloody time, this man is telling me there's not enough vegetables. Hannah, you saw the boxes. There, sometimes I couldn't even close the boxes because the vegetable was so much. He was like, "You need to go. You need to go to the shop." and buy more vegetables to add to my containers. I was thinking, you don't know who you're talking to. Because so I'm wait, not... who was meant to do the shopping? So yes. you cooked whatever. So what, who's he trying to say that you're taking his veg? Or you I don't still... know who, who the bloody hell is eating spiralized courgettes, but it's not me. He, he was like, so I think, I don't think he thought I was eating the food. I think he thought that if I see that there was not enough food, I had to make a conscious effort to go and buy more vegetables. I was like, do you think you're my... Do you, do, I, was, I just don't understand, like, how every like, week if it's the same thing, just order more vegetables. If you know it's not enough, you just order more. Right, and then if it's too much, I will put it in the Uber for you to take home. So that I was, like, taking this shit for a while. And then one last stroll did it, yeah. I stayed up till 4 a.m. cooking, oh, Hannah. And we know how Yasin loves her sleep, guys. Oh, my God. And then the next morning, I had another... I had to go to a client's house. Oh, and then I went to bed at, like... I sent him a picture before I went to bed. I was like, all done. Um, I'll put it in the Uber in the morning, whatever. I woke up to the dirtiest text I can ever receive. He's like, this is not good enough. There's not enough vegetables. Um, we've had the same discussion. Like he was talking to me like I'm a two-year-old. This is the. I was like, listen and listen well. I was like, someone should die then. I'm not. Point. Um, I was like, I am not going to buy more vegetables. I was like, if you don't want the food, I will go and give it to charity. That's fine. And then I was like. And from now on, I'm not cooking for you no more. Like, this this is the last, this is it. You're not getting any food from me anymore. And then I think he thought I was bluffing. He's like, oh, don't be like that. Oh, you know, we can sort it out. The thing that pissed me off is when he was sending all these messages, he's like, I had another chef. She knew how to follow instructions. I was like, then go back to her then. Like, it's not that serious. Go and ask her and then... But she's nowhere to be found. Cool. She ran away. He was like, I was like, okay, I'll I'll send your food in the Uber. <laughs> and then when the Uber came, 
I put all his belongings. <laughs> and then I waited for him to pay for the Uber. I was like, oh, by the way, I put all your things in the Uber. Bye. <laughs> and then he's like, you tricked me. <laughs> I was like, bye, Martin. And uh, I was like, bye. And then he he we stopped talking, right? Tell me why a couple of months later I got an email from some <laughs> random account asking for chef services, but he forgot to change his last name, so I knew it was him. He was like, he was pretending to be someone else. He was like, Oh, um, I need food in King's Cross. I was like, It's you, I know it's you. I'm not making you food. And then he'll call me on different numbers. And then after I was like, this, I had to block him because I was like, you're actually mad because you think you're going to find a better chef to be making you food when I was there doing nice, nice for you. Now you're here. You can't cook. You're starving. Who's, who's who's the one who's laughing? Because me, I can cook. I can eat. Well, you (laughs) go and eat your courgette spaghetti. And, then, <laughs> and that's what happens when you taste Yasin's food, guys. You start moving mad. <laughs> After that, I was like, I am done. I am so done. And then, so when that happened, a couple of months later, I had another client. He was he was a CEO of this really big company. And I'm telling you, they are the maddest ones. <laughs> they are actually, he had trust issues. He was like doing the most. And then usually I'll be like, no, don't say anything. Don't say anything. But I was like, you know what? I texted him. I was like, I'm not coming back. And the, <laughs> I'm very irrational. If I if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not coming back. I'm going to deliver your keys today. And <laughs> you, you're not going to see me again because your behavior is unacceptable. And I think he was shocked because I don't think anyone's ever spoke to him like that. I was like, I don't give a shit how much money you have mm. or what nice apartment. If you can't be nice to people, I'm going to voice my opinion. And I think I I would give it to my dad. He he was very like, he's, he was very good at telling us to stand up for ourselves and mm-hmm. speak up in regards to if we don't like the treatment like Definitely. we were being given. And mm-hmm. that man, he was, he's always ready to fight, you know. He's like, just call me, just call me. I'm like, I'm not going to call you to come and beat some kid up. Like, come on. And <laughs> this is day, man. <laughs> so, but I think where I find struggles in, in communicating is like, I think I'm finding friendships. Um, but mm-hmm. if I'm not, tell me. But I think um, in relationships, I would rather just cut you off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I'll rather just, because I, for me, it's like unnecessary conflict. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I've already decided what you're thinking. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I can't be asked, so bye. Um, you make up a story. Yeah, I am. I do. And then mm-hmm. something will happen. I was like, see? You were right. See, you did the right thing, girl. So um, that's definitely something that 
I need to work on. And I know like I need to go to therapy for the 10,000 time before Hannah opens her mouth. Um, Have you noticed I've stopped saying stuff? Like I've actually just stopped. Yeah, clap, clap for yourself. <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> so actually, um, some of the girls were to- we were talking about this and some people actually didn't realize this this was why mm-hmm. they they can't communicate mm-hmm. like better and i'm gonna so i was having i i did a post on instagram and then i was having a conversation with one of the girls and then mm-hmm. this is what she said i was gonna send it to you but i was i forgot it was really funny she's like i'm pretty sure my mom's <clears throat> My mother's opinion is still you don't talk talk about anything, you keep quiet. This is like in regards to your problems. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of therapy and when and when I first went in my early twenties, she actively told me not to talk about her. I'm sorry, but this is about you. I will <laughs> I will most certainly be talking about you. <laughs> like sorry, mom. <laughs> I think I think that's um immigrant parents issues they Mm -hmm. don't want people to know exactly whatever happens within these four walls stays within these four walls and that is so unhealthy and I think that's why a lot of I'm sorry to say but I feel like that's why a lot of them are sad Mm-hmm. because they don't talk to people like if I, I think maybe I share too much because it's the littlest thing will happen to me I'll be like do, 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 do. guess what <laughs> <laughs> my breast has grown <laughs> but they can't comprehend the fact that we're so open mm-hmm. and um I think, like, if my parents listen to this podcast, they'd die. Do you think? Yeah. They'll be like, she's like us spreading our business. Her family. She's, she's, (laughs) and it took me a long time that you tried to kill her. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't say mad. Like, um, it even took me a long time to get over it in order to do the podcast anyway. Mm. Because, um, before. Because one, I didn't want to be inconsistent. And the other thing was like, I'm really, un- I was just really shy about saying certain things mm-hmm. um, and causing that kind of rift or embarrassment or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So for me, even just deciding to go ahead with the podcast was like a really hard thing. Super glad, obviously, that we did it, but it was a very hard thing to overcome. And even like, yeah, even when I was in therapy, it was like, kind of uh I'll say something and then do a disclaimer be like no my parents are like this or try to just make sure that they still look like they're good or like they're still good parents and that's what I think really bothers me because I feel like a lot of the times there's no real care for if they are actually good parents and it's more just about what other people would think and that's the kind of thing that really bothers me because it's like I can't imagine you know the the detch at the detriment of your own child's health doing the most yeah and it's so wild like even yesterday I was talking to a friend 
And she was saying that one time one of her friends went missing and her mom was calling around and, her, and the mom called her and was like, oh, have you seen her? And she was like, no. She was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I know where she is. And it was like, well, you clearly don't know where she is because you wouldn't be calling me asking me yeah, where your daughter yeah, is. But she was just so embarrassed at the thought of like people knowing that she didn't know where her daughter was that she just kind of lied. So the girl continued being missing? Yeah, so they I think they found her eventually, but it was just like it prolonged the whole thing because her mom didn't want to admit. And it's just it's just crazy. Like it's actually I don't I don't even know how to like wrap my head around that. And it's just I feel like this is kind of very much like you said, crippling our parents. And if we don't stop it, like it will cripple us too. Honestly, and I think it's it's really scary how much how much they put how much what weight they put mm-hmm. on the whole honor thing mm-hmm. like or oh, you need to be honoring your family you need to be honoring this and I'll never forget um I watched I I mean I watch and listen to a lot of crime stuff and one of the like saddest cases was um a, so basically an Afghan family Mm-hmm. Um, they moved like around and then ended up in Canada mm-hmm. but they didn't want their children to go by Canadian like lifestyle etc and then they and obviously this was hard and they ended up having boyfriends and wearing makeup etc and the dad just couldn't get it around his head how they can live their life Mm -hmm. and ended up killing three of his daughters what and it's so sad and he killed three Three? three of the daughters and one of his wives because the wife was basically like the only one that was looking after these kids like being nice to them etc and it was so sad because one of the girls one of the daughters she was only 13 she she had she was born in dubai so she didn't know the whole like how to be afghan because she wasn't born there she'd never lived there Mm -hmm. and then she was like rebelling and they were like how can you do this to our family like so in order to regain the family honor that was what she what he had him and one of the brother like the brother Mm -hmm. and it was like how can you put so much emphasis on what other people think that your family is suffering that's why i tell my parents don't ever come to me about this auntie said this this auntie said (laughs) hell my i think they've they know now not to come to me but i will tell you so much about yourself and i'm like i don't want to disrespect you but if you do come to me with auntie this auntie that tell that auntie to call me and we will have have it out and I just don't understand and I think that's like the heartbreaking thing about not being open in Mm. our culture because people are like suffering in silence if we if we were all to come together and everyone drop their problem in a circle how much weight will be lifted if we were all just able to communicate our needs and our wants without feeling like 
you can't do that because you've been raised all your life not to do that and it's wrong to do that but no girls talk the thing like if you're feeling shit talk about it that's why people can't even go therapy yeah it's true I was just gonna say that I know for me it comes up a lot at work um and being able to say like exactly exactly (laughs) and it's just like um or just even the fear of confrontation Mm. it just stops me from doing a lot of things and like I tweeted it recently like before I used to get such like pleasure from imagining beating someone up like just telling them to come outside use your words (laughs) because <laughs> that my dad, yeah, my dad always told me like never start a fight but always finish it if someone starts it with you in it that's yeah. the, the kind of words that I, I I live by so it used to give me pleasure being like yeah okay they're all big and bad but if I tell them to come outside now like <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to square up in it and that used to make me like so happy mm. and just kind of imagine that and that was enough and then now it's like Actually, that's that's no longer. But I can get arrested and shit. Yeah. It is like, yeah. and I still, <laughs> I know. still want to be able to communicate how I feel. Like I still want them to know how I feel. Yeah. So I really need to learn, and it's been quite hard, um, having that realization and being like, okay, the thing that I was doing beforehand that was helping me cope is no longer working. Yeah. Um, and so. I'm trying I think I'm getting better at communicating and like voicing my opinion on certain things and just trying because sometimes they don't listen but at least I can go to bed knowing that I said my piece rather than kept my mouth shut and was like a yes man and I think that's the important thing um I what always helps me is saying that why must I not have peace and Mm -hmm. they can continue having their peace Mm-hmm. Why am I the one that has to be, be worried and anxious because I didn't have that conversation that I needed to have? So mm-hmm. we must all suffer together. <laughs> Me, no, you will not go to bed and be fine. We will all talk and suffer if we must because you can't be the one enjoying sleep while I'm there tossing and turning. Mm. So I think it will take baby steps. But I think it's important to start, even if it was, even if it's tomorrow, just open your mouth, practice with yourself or do role plays with your friend. Mm -hmm. Be like, yo, bitch, I want to (laughs) talk. You know what? I, I always say this. I think the first time I told my dad about himself, after that I could tell anyone about themselves because mm-hmm. I feel like after that one whoo I'm everything's a marcher like yeah. anyone can get it yeah. so I think start with the difficult ones because I'm sure those are the ones Reward that really need to hear it so if you start with the ones that really need to hear it everyone else is minor like someone at the office stealing your water bottle or your... Yasin, don't bring that up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> someone did that to me at work. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. People stealing... <laughs> yeah, yeah. People stealing my... <laughs> People stealing my water bottle, my food at work. Guys, there was a woman at work who kept taking my hot water bottle and, like, she got so comfortable that she would just go into my drawer and take it. 
then, and then what temerity had to like I because because we were like friends in it she was like the only other black woman in the office and I was like yeah yeah cool oh I didn't even know she was you know yeah 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 and like I I actually really liked her and then I I feel like you know when people just get too comfortable Mm -hmm. and like I was just like yo what the fuck like I'd come in and you know those buildings are bloody cold and I'm here shivering and whatever and I used to be like where's my hot water bottle and then people and then I'd go like looking for her and she would laugh like haha just wanted you to come and chat and it's like bro like i'm still on probation yeah i don't have time to be i think she knew you were on probation that's why she was trying she's trying to get she's trying to get rid of me (laughs) just like if she goes i can have it full time (laughs) i remember the when it when it got too much i was like listen do you need me to buy your hot water bottle like it's only 10 pound i could just get you oh you know embarrassing people that's the best she never took it again because I just got so like, she just found it like it was a joke, and for me it was like something that was actually causing me issues. Yeah. And I was like, no, actually, I need to say something, and I did, and I'm glad I did. It was cool after, like it was a bit awkward at first, but see, bro, I kept my. Had you um, not? That's a well done, Hannah. That's me clapping for Hannah because that was a good step. I was gonna start singing, but. Shall I? Go on. You know what I've been listening to this week? High School Musical. We're all in this together. You know, my favorite one is. Yeah, we got a bop, 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 bop to the top. Oh my God. I haven't heard that song in so long. And start again. I can't wait for Netflix to add High School Musical. I went to watch High School Musical 3 in cinema, you know. <laughs> wow. Can't, can't and then I had the soundtrack. It was brilliant. Of course you had that soundtrack. It was so brilliant. My mom actually bought it. <laughs> she bought it for you? Yeah. <laughs> That whole year. She was encouraging this stupidity. Do you know what? Because honestly, singing and dancing makes me so happy. I'm just so sad that I didn't get blessed with a voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, guys, that's it, it, it is hard, but You'll get you know, that. it gets easier. And then the freedom that you feel, like the pleasure that you feel, and I'm saying this because I need to remind myself because I've been avoiding having some difficult conversations at work and I've just been like, ah. whereas I know I need to, in my heart of hearts, like I know. Yeah. So we're all in this together, like we're all learning. And yeah, if it doesn't go right the first said. time, you know? And also like, I think having, I remember reading somewhere that if you have uh, these requests, but you don't have boundaries in place, it's just, it it doesn't really work. So you need to say, this is what I don't like and really voice it. And then also put those boundaries up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it does, it does get easier. And yeah, yeah. like Yasin said, start somewhere where you feel comfortable or with someone that you feel comfortable. I know yeah, for me, we like, should do role plays. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do event of yeah. role play. Like, Oh, I can't wait. Oh, just say, just say no. Just practice saying no. Come here, you little shit. <laughs> <Can you listen? laughs>
I want a word with you. <laughs> Have fun with it, you know. <laughs> oh God. Um. But yeah. Anyway, speak up and be heard. That's that's mm. the quote of the day. Don't and know. don't let anyone stop you from. You know what? I just remembered. You know the project we did for Forward. Mm-hmm. It's called Speak Up. Oh, look at us. So, yeah, speak up and be heard. And don't let anyone take your voice away once you once you get it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop talking. Like oh, my you. God. Once you learn to say no, yeah, every other word is going to be no. You're like, oh, oh brilliant. Did you say something? Oh, I thought you said something, but no. <laughs> No, 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 no. What are you doing today? No, no. <laughs> Is your name Yasin? No. <laughs> no, honestly, it becomes so good. You'll be fine, guys. Just hang in there and keep going. I'll be, I'll be good. We'll be here. Any last words, Hannah? No, man. Like I just, I know how hard it is. I'm not saying yeah. it's easy. We've got loads of practice to do with ourselves, but oh, mate, the stomach pains that I have. Me, it's, it's, it's not so much the sleeping, but I get like a really bad tummy if I don't say certain things or if, if I overthink anxi- things. Anxiety. If you're anxious. I was going to, if you're, I wanted to say if you're anxious, I'm like, if you're anxiety. <laughs> if, you're, if you're anxious. Yeah, because it's more, usually more physical yeah. reactions. Like not being able to relax, heart palpitations. Oh my god, that's stomach turning. You can't concentrate. So don't do that to yourselves. There's a whole pandemic. Worry about that. Don't worry about yeah. people. Like, what's the worst they can do? Stop talking to you. That's, uh, sometimes that's, that's the my best dream thing. anyway for people not to talk to me. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> so just tell the person and be be good to people like if they if they have the courtesy to communicate their feelings do the same don't mm. be here blocking okay i'm talking to myself partly here but don't be here blocking people mm-hmm. because you're not you're not like wanting to have the difficult conversation i'm sure many of friendships have ended because of this mm-hmm. so just be be good to yourself, be good for, because the last thing you want to do is like, if you ever have kids, to do the same cycle with them and mm-hmm. have the same issue that your parents imposed on you. So, yeah, that's my final words. Good luck, guys. Good Let luck. us know what what you want to tell someone. Maybe we can start like a secret Santa of sending messages. Oh, my God. Good. Yes, that's a good idea. That's send a good us, idea. Send us hate mail and we'll forward it. <laughs> we'll be like, eh, from a home girl. But she you, said, you don't need fuck to you. you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind sending. You know, I can't mind my business. So <laughs> I'll be there. I'll send people messages for you. I'll be getting anxiety. <laughs> it's like sending a risky text and waiting. Sending a text and running. Be like, like bye. <laughs> bye. Oh thank you so much for listening, guys. Yeah. And thank you. Do you want to finish your yawn there? Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, thank you for the people that have been leaving reviews 
I really appreciate it. Thank you. And um, if you haven't yet, please do write us a review. I kind of want to get us to like 30 reviews by the end of the year. We've got like 20 at the moment. Oh, that'd be nice. And Hannah's birthday is coming and I think that's <gasps> what she wants for her birthday. Oh my God. Is that what okay, you want for not, not really. I want a holiday, <laughs> but <laughs> that's the next best thing in it. Yeah, that's Hannah's... Well, that's, she's on, been guys. dreaming about this. Just give on, the girl what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, guys. Adios, amigos. Have a good week. Bye, Oscar. Bye.